Hello, this is the Gentle Dom, and I'm here with the Rough Sub. That's correct. I'm the Rough Sub. <laughs> and this is episode one of the Gentle Dom cast. Two hands on knee. <laughs> this is going to be our first podcast, and we can't actually promise that we're going to make any more of these, but if we do, you can always find them at thegentledom.com. T-H-E-G-E-N-T-L-E-D-O-M-M-E dot C-O-M. The Rough Sub takes care of all the details, uh, as he should. And uh, I'm also going to let you know that he is spelled The Rough Sub, S-U-B-B-E, Old English style, because I am the gentle Dom. Middle English style. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it is not Dame, and it is not... Yeah, it really is not. I'm sorry. It's okay, but it really, it's like really not. Uh, let's so, talk a little bit about our gender today for today's uh, today's podcast, episode one are of you the, Gen- uh, the Angel Domcast. Yeah. Are you taking over I'm, this I'm buddy, podcast I'm already? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm potting from the bottom. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about two main topics today, and the Gentle Doms can tell you more about those. Uh, first, we're going to talk about orgasm control. Which, if you listen to any of my audios or read anything of mine or have been breathing and paying attention to me in some way, you will know that this is totally my jam. It's what I love. (laughs) And then second, we are going to talk about pain play. So we're going to start off with orgasm control. And basically, we're just going to pretend that there's like a fabulously interesting person who is interviewing us, and we're going to respond to these fake questions yeah, that we've made up. You just have to imagine this is like on NPR late night. <laughs> and we've got like a really responsible journalist who's done their research asking us these questions. Do I need vocal fry? Uh, <laughs> no one needs it. Can't live with it. Can't live without it. Okay, so our first question is, when it comes to orgasm control, uh, what do you like, the gentle dom? Hmm. What don't I like? And how do you like to do it? Oh, what don't I like about orgasm control? I like almost everything about orgasm control. I like teasing. I like edging. I like ruined orgasms. I like denial. I like chastity. I like... What's left? I don't do I don't do post orgasm torture. That's one thing I don't do. But other than that, I love all of those things. I'll say that a subset of orgasm control is orgasm denial, and I think that that's a big a big part of what appeals to myself, the rough sub, and <laughs> the gentle dom, uh, is like the sense that I have the of course like as you can relate to the craving to. Uh, bodily craving to come but that I have handed over the permission or or authority to uh, make a decision to someone else me that is true (laughs) Uh, and so but there is more to orgasm control than uh, denial which we maybe we'll talk about in a minute one thing that I will say you and I I don't think you and I have done very much of which I don't mind that we haven't done much of, is like the sort of the reverse of denial, which is like forced orgasms. Ooh, no. Um, 
I, you know, and so in other words, like why call it control rather than denial? It's it is true. true that there are that there are you know, there's a whole world that people are. I know people are into of kind of like, you know, you're going to have an orgasm right now in the next you know ASAP. Um, yeah, but I think for me that's kind of boring because the truth is that so much of what I like about orgasm control is keeping you horny and denied and frustrated and desperate because you're adorable that way and you give me tons of attention and you're easy to manipulate. <laughs> and if I gave you forced orgasms, then you would just fall asleep and get boring. But miss the gentle dumb. <laughs> Am I not attentive? Am I not attentive when I have when I have come? You are attentive, I mean, but you just do cannot, I neglect you? No, you do not neglect me. I think you're being like kind of facetious when you ask this, but you do not neglect me. However, you are a man, and you just you just get very 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 excited when you haven't had an orgasm for a long time. And you become extra attentive to me. And I really like that. Thank you. I also really like that. I think that it does... um, I feel that orgasm denial, um, as time goes on, um, and I uh, am not a super resilient being in this realm, (laughs) uh, as time goes on, adds a layer of suspense to daily life. Uh, and um, to otherwise innocuous interactions, that is really exciting. Um, and so I think that uh, we were discussing we were discussing throbbing uh, <laughs> recently, and it'll have to be a topic for another time. Like, what can throb? What does a throb look like? But uh, one thing that happens when I have uh, not just not had an orgasm for a while, but been actively forbidden or prohibited from having an orgasm for a while is uh that when i get aroused which becomes much more frequent (laughs) and or continuous i uh start to feel almost physically like um like my cock is kind of trying to burst out of my body because (laughs) i'm so hard and aroused um and uh that makes like daily life a little more sensual and maybe we should step into and say that of course there is a difference between just like not getting any sexual attention and conscious orgasm control and denial because if i was just like i don't ever want to fuck around with you and you're just not allowed to come and that's just a thing but i never teased you and i never talked about it it was just like you were just being denied because i wasn't interested that would probably not be fun for you I agree. I think there is like it's a dynamic between us, and I think um, that's a different that's a, a different situation. So yeah, I think you're right. There is like a um, there's a give and take that is there's somewhat active, and it's and there's also a generosity to your oh yeah your orgasm denial. It's teasing. You know? Yeah, and yeah. So you put a lot of you put a lot of effort into um, into making it exciting for me, and there are also times. Uh, we have a a semi long distance relationship. We live a couple hours apart from each other. And we don't live uh, together, and so we have a um, we conduct a lot of our relationship remotely. Uh, I would say for in, mm-hmm. in the course of the week, and so there are times when I know mm-hmm. you like just don't have the energy to like, or I might not right. Yeah. So there are times right where it's like you don't necessarily want to, or you know, or have the energy to 
like kind of tease me or be really theatrical. Yes. But but that doesn't mean that I just like that it's all off and I just go talk. No, usually what we do, and I think we should also say like, how long do we usually do this, right? Because some people are like really hardcore and they can go for months and months and months where they like there's orgasm denial, whether that's because of chastity device or whatever. Whereas we are kind of more like... I would say like two weeks. One time we got generally. two weeks and we were really excited. Yeah, I think like two weeks is kind of like the max for us. <laughs> and you usually have exercises, right? Like I'll give you a break for a little bit, like after we've been doing it. And then we'll start up again and you'll usually have exercises. So like every night you might have to edge yourself for like 20 minutes or something. And you have to tell me what you were thinking about while you're doing it. Or maybe I'll send you dirty pictures to look at, or I'll make you find some porn and you have to tell me what you were watching. And you're always really embarrassed because it usually is like really basic. (laughs) (laughs) I just embarrassed him. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It'll turn out that the boy that I, when I have to reveal to you what I was looking at. Uh, <laughs> who knows? But that it was much more, uh, much more mainstream and otherwise vanilla seeming than I would like to admit. Which kind of tells There's you something, like this. when vanilla stuff is like what you're embarrassed about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that you're itself. embarrassed that it was so vanilla. All right. So, uh, what do you like to avoid about when it comes to arrogance and denial? What What do you try to stay away from? What do What do you what do you, what do you need to um, not do? Well, what are the pitfalls? I mean, okay, so here's one thing that's like hard. I don't know if this is a pitfall, but it's challenging for me because I like to see you come. Like, I really enjoy you. making you come. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And so it's actually really difficult for me because I love keeping you frustrated and denied and desperate and, oh, like, it's so hot. But then I also, like, want to make you come and so it's this like it's very difficult for me sometimes to decide whether or not I want to give in or whether I don't and then usually after I give in I kind of regret it yes you've told me that before (laughs) um you had like a pause there I don't understand that no no no. I mean I think uh that is not surprising to me I I am never I've almost never like come and like wished you hadn't let me um but um but i there have been times when i was it had been a while and i was getting close and then i was really conflicted because i didn't because i didn't want that like i say that sense of heightened sensuality to end um and occasionally i'm like really mean to you too and i tell you that you're not allowed to come yeah, but play, then i make it really really difficult we play, like, like, we play those games <laughs> that i don't that i often don't realize because i'm super fatuous and naive and i don't necessarily <laughs> realize that like i'm being toyed with and my favorite thing to do of course is to not let you come for a long time and then fuck you and tell you that you don't get to come yes. and watch your face just like totally melt down. I try really hard. You do. You you do. You try so hard. You're such a good boy. I try so hard. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what what don't you like about it? Is there anything that you don't like about it? I I think that it lends itself to a little theatricality and I try to and I what I don't like is I, I guess that's something I like I feel like I try to steer away from when we are in these periods of time where we're doing orgasm control and I'm, I've given, which is the majority of the time. Yeah. 
I'd say uh, seventy five percent of the time. <laughs> majority, majority of the time, sometimes you give me a, you give me a vacation, but, uh, <laughs> or if I'm not feeling it, sometimes it's like it's effort, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very aware of that, and I don't. And I, yeah. Um, what is? Yeah. What do I? What do I? Let's try to steer away from what I do. What I? What I not like when I? Well, you um, don't like post orgasm. No. Like, yeah. So personally, I have really sensitive genitals and so like it is very afterward it can be very um I, it's not for me yeah um but i'm at, i was thinking more like the fact that uh if you if you're um if we're doing this uh day from day to day there's actually like times when even though i'm still denied and i'm still i'm still physically horny and i still in a little you know i'm still maybe a little psychological i have days where i just like um i may not i may not want to sort of like play the game very actively Mm -hmm. although i do like to um keep up the ritual around it a little bit so like there can be lulls from day to day and i think so that's not a thing I don't I dislike. Yeah, you've sometimes asked me to like not to do it to you because you've got a lot going on, and it's going to yeah. take over your life. So, it, so it's, <laughs> it's funny because like I can't. I will say I, I, I will say once we play these games, it's like at least between you and me, maybe because our um, what we have going on is very hot. I <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I know it can't really <laughs> it can't really consume my thoughts and sometimes. Sometimes I there have days where I like don't really want that because like I want I, I am more than I am more than my sex life and I do want to be able to think about other things and um but I also and so what I don't want is to feel like I'm being rude to you if you're sending me texts yeah. teasing me and I appreciate it but then at the same time that day yes. I'm like the truth is I'm not that I like yeah. I, can we wait till tomorrow can and I, that I, happens that's just life yeah. So, also, let me ask you specifically about ruined orgasms. How do you feel about those? Um, the the best mm-hmm. when they work, <laughs> they're awesome. Why are they awesome? Rough sub, eh? So the rough sub, <laughs> the rough sub will tell you. Uh, for me, when you nail it, <laughs> and you. Cease stimulation right at the moment, mm. right before the moment of no return. Timing is important. It's very challenging. And I also, uh, I'm going to confess that I I vocalize that I'm about to come <laughs> inaccurately. <laughs> and I, like, You're like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come and take my hand away. And then, no. Yeah, <laughs> we so we do it like pa- 10 times. I appreciate your patience in that. So, so there is a certain, uh, however, when it goes well, I... Um. Uh, the 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 difficulty in holding back is reduced because it really does seem to sort of let off some mm-hmm. of the physical pressure. My muscles contract a little <laughs> bit, and yet my level of arousal—I don't know mm. you call it—hormonal mm-hmm. or emotional, like my you stay my hunger. You stay hard. Oh, and I and, and you I, stay horny. And I pounce all over you, and my hunger. Yes. Is escalated. It's it's greater, yes. and uh, it is has been true that um, I feel that there's a 
a a um a gateway to get through in terms of my own um there's a warm up period and once we, if we can if we can make it past a certain point mm-hmm. then i then i actually have more stamina than i would have had uh, otherwise so sometimes that's multiple ruined orgasms but the difficulty is getting the timing right because if you don't get the timing right then you just end up having kind of a disappointing normal orgasm and then you don't really yeah, stay so hard i, I really don't, don't know how for other yeah i think it depends on the person for me i have definitely had you know more than once with us i've definitely had accidentally had a an orgasm that is pretty much like a full orgasm even though you took your hand away yeah um and it's just i can usually tell too it depends Uh, if it like if it like dribbles out (laughs) usually that's like a good sign that it was actually ruined some 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 jerking or spasming then yeah then i'm like ooh, i think we missed it yes no but it's still fun um all right so what do we have any other questions related to well i think we should maybe move on to talking about pain pain play play. i put pain in quotation marks here pain play so the first question here is like and which we can both discuss is like, yeah. what's what's up with what's up with sadism, masochism, and femdom? I mean, is uh, is um, are they are they connected? Are they connected uh, in any kind of fundamental way? Well, you know, one of the reasons that I identify as a gentle dom, right? That I say I'm into gentle femdom or sensual domination is probably because of the way that so much femdom is portrayed in porn, which is being like very cruel, very humiliating. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of, um, you know, whipping and flogging and, and ball busting. And I just don't really, <laughs> I know you hate that. So I just don't really, I like some impact play, but I don't really see myself like that. Like that's not what turns me on. So, you know, for me, pain is not integral, integral integral to um what i do in terms of domination but that doesn't mean that i can't enjoy it because i am a reaction slut and i love getting reactions how about you i've noticed (laughs) Uh, this reminds me of a little psa i forgot to mention at the very beginning which is which is that uh which is just a little plug for uh, consent-oriented play oh, yes. of all kinds. Yes, uh, and, we should have and said that. And we are that. sort of making this presumption that, like, you already know this or have heard this from other places, but... That was very good, though. Thank you. Good uh, information. This is a little PSA, which is just that, like, the the, the, the one North Star guiding light for... Is, is it okay that I'm doing the kink that I'm doing? Is is everyone who's involved consenting mm-hmm. and of an age and ability to give consent at that time? And... If you're going to do potentially dangerous things, which a lot of kinky things can be, even if you don't think that they're going to be dangerous, like you should be educated about what you're doing mm-hmm. because you might screw up and really hurt somebody accidentally. Is everyone involved informed of the risks and actively choosing to involve, get involved in those risks? So that's actually particularly relevant to this conversation, I think, because um, the because you know what pain what what pain means. Um, two different people can uh, can vary wildly in terms of how much pain we're talking about. Um, so, do you like pain? All right. So, for me, um, 
when I met you, you yeah, described so I yourself would, as I would a masochist. Say that I, have, I would say that I had a fascination with receiving pain that has really dwindled over the last few years. Um, so, like, I began much more actively pursuing my interest in kink in about four years ago in the fall of 2016. And for about a year following that, a um, year and a half following that, I think that I, I saw physical, receiving physical pain as a vehicle to feeling submissive in the way I wanted to feel. And... And so even in those early times, I mean, I, I would, when I would receive, um, when I would receive pain and I, and I, I did, a, I, I did a variety of kind of like S&M play in public scenarios with various people who I knew to various extents and it was exciting. Um, it would, it was really, I, I now looking back on it, I feel like it was really like a bridge to uh, feeling the power dynamic that I wanted. And I think that um, that I was really what it was now. about. So you don't really need that. Yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> I'm but, enough pain for and anyone. we did a lot of it in the first year that we were We together. did. I have to admit, I think I might like the toys like even better than doing things with them. Like sometimes I just like to look at all my toys. <laughs> like cool. going to events cool. and like I see something and I'm like, oh my God, I have to have that. It's so cool. Like I want it, I want it, I want it. And then... I don't really use it. I mean, I feel like especially since coronavirus hit and we don't really go to events and stuff, like I feel like a lot of like the pain play that we do, sort of the impact kinds of play tends to be sort of performative in a way. Mm -hmm. And also it's noisy. And so it's hard to do when you don't have like the space to do it in. Yeah. And so I feel like that's part of the reason like we really haven't done nearly as much as we used to. Um, but there also is something performative, so it's kind of fun to do it in a public, in public by meaning like, you know, in a kink space, like a, like a kink event space where it's consensual, um, not just like in front of everybody. Don't do that. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's why partially we don't do as much, but also partially because it's not really... Like, it is for me the same kind of way. It's like a, it's a vehicle to get to a certain place. And usually that's to get certain reactions out of you. Mm -hmm. And so if there are other ways that I'm getting those reactions, I don't need them to be through pain. Although I will say I do always really like biting and grabbing and scratching. And that's probably not going to change. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I, I'm excited about that. And uh, yes, I mean, there, there are certain, there are certain, I just, I find that my appetite for it and the amount that I want has really like decreased, uh, has subsided. What is your favorite kind of pain play? Um, like, what do you really like? Well, I think this falls in this category of respanking. Mm -hmm. I mean. Bare hand? Yeah. Over the knee? Um... Does it matter? <laughs> Actually, I think the most exciting to me is when I'm standing up and bent over and holding oh. on to something. Um, like if I'm holding on to the back of an armchair mm. or if I'm standing up against and, I'm, and my, I'm bent over and I'm touching the wall. That's actually the most exciting to me. And there is definitely something about the impact on my butt. <laughs> uh, so is that really like about the pain? I mean, it's less about the pain, but it is. Um, there's definitely an adrenaline rush to receiving the pain. 
Um, and so I would say that's probably my most consistent. And so that's really not that hardcore. Um, How about face slapping? That can be exciting. Yeah. It has a lot to do with my emotional mood that day. You've cried before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it can be really, really, um, it's very intimate. Face slapping is very intimate. Um, if you, I'm going to just say, if anyone's, if anyone is excited by the thought of either slapping someone's face, someone's face or having oh, their yeah. own face slapped, you need to um, learn. Just read a lot about it and yeah. like watch any videos if you can. Yeah. But the most important thing is like the person who is slapping you, the person who's doing the slapping, hold the other side of their face with your yes. hand. Like don't just You can't like, just haul off and hit somebody. That's <laughs> a bad move. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. Um, um, but yes, uh, that is, it's really, it's, it's incredibly primal. The and first time, the first time you did it, like I got first of all, I did it. First time you cried, like I got really scared, and I was like, "Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay?" Because like I was really, you know, I was really worried that I had gone too far. But I think it was more just kind of like a cathartic thing for you. Yeah, and it's really a shortcut to those emotional responses. Like yeah. your face, your face really makes you. I mean, depends. I mean, I, I've heard this from other people too, but for me, for sure, it's like it's a shortcut to that emotional response. Um. My me personally, mm-hmm. when I have liked pain and the and when I'm and I'm in a when I'm in a, a masochistic mood, mm-hmm. I do really like stingy pain. Oh I'm yeah, really stingy sur- or thuddy. So there's a lot of times people and it's kind of self-explanatory, stingy or thuddy. And I I tend to really like stingy pain uh, when it comes to that. Me too. When I like bottoming, which is some of the time, some some small amount of the time. Oh man, remember the era I like stingy of the, the evil sticks. Yeah, I was actually going to mention the evil sticks, so I still have them. The evil sticks are, like, amazing. They're just these tiny little, like, carbon fiber rods, and they look like nothing. Like, they look like, you're like, well, no, these are little tiny things. These things hurt so badly. I mean, just one little flick, and it is like, they leave marks, like, they hurt like a bitch. I'm trying to think of a good, of a good comparison. It's like an it's like a TV antenna. It's like if you took a TV <sighs> antenna and then held it back with one finger and then oh, let it go. They are so mean. Skin. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're they're fantastic. It doesn't take much for me to be making sounds. But those really hurt. I mean, those are like those really really yeah. hurt. Um. So I think that. But I think I suggested that we talk about that we address painfully in our first podcast mm-hmm. of however many <laughs> one of one. We know no. Uh, uh, episode one, but you are charming, so I think um, because <laughs> good plug because we don't, um, which you can find more of similar <laughs> content on our website. We're gonna tell you about shortly, stay tuned. Um, because partly because it's not a big part of our, it's not yes. a big part of our dynamic, and um, but it's totally, it's you know, it, it's obviously a popular realm of play for a lot of people, and. As with all the rest of kink, you can pick and choose mm-hmm. what fits you. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a great way to talk about this. I think that's probably the end of our prepared uh, stuff we were going to talk about. Yeah. I think so. So we introduced ourselves. We talked about orgasm control and why it's amazing and awesome. And it was really exciting. We we're going to talk it. about it probably in the future if we do any podcast. <laughs> we're going to like always talk about it. Cause... Primarily. <laughs> no. Um, in fact, this is the Orgasm Control Podcast from now on. Um, and we talked about pain play. And then we just want to finish by saying that if we do these again, we can find them. And, and other... them and other related content 
at thegentledom.com, T-H-E-G-E-N-T-L-E-D-O-M-E. <laughs> you can spell. S-E-O-M. Very good. That's part of our game. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Um, I just totally hogged this podcast. You did. <laughs> you really did. He's very talkative. Do you see this? He's like a little bit bratty. He's just a little bit, just a little bit bratty. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye, guys.